Welcome to New Covenant Life Ministries. I'm Saga Palani and today's topic is Have Faith in God. And we have David Stickensmith with us. Yeah, Sagar, thank you very much for inviting me to come tonight. Um, I uh, am always happy to discuss and learn about God's Word and faith in God. Um, so thank you. Thanks, David, for joining us. Um, you know, we have been talking about doing this for a while, and uh, finally we kicked off. So we want to start with the faith topic. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Yes, uh, I, I remember we discussed previously about the importance of God's spoken word, of Him speaking it out loud. It was His command. Um, and so it is when, when we pray to speak out loud. And um, I think that what, uh, what the Scripture is reminding us is the power of that to create God's word, his command created something that was was from nothing. It just came into being. Even God had faith that his own words will come to pass when he speaks. So we have to understand that. That's why he says, by faith we understand. Do we really understand? <laughs> <laughs> something to meditate on this. Um, was created by the word of God. And also many times I heard um, so that what is seen was not made of things that are visible. Though faith is cannot be seen but is unseen particle or unseen force or the force of God which is activated through the word of God. I, I think that's important to understand. It, it is interesting that the writer Hebrews says, by faith we understand. I'm glad you brought up that phrase, we understand. Um, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> but uh, the writer of Hebrews is going to take us through many examples in the Old Testament so that I, I and others can understand. So he goes through the... Hall of Fame heroes describing uh, act of faith. People or the characters in the Bible who believed God and did things based, of, based on faith that God remembered and spoke through the writer of Hebrews to write those names. Yep. It's, uh, it's extremely instructive and interesting to read this list and to read what each one, what faith meant and what faith did for each one of these people. So why faith is so important? If this whole chapter is talks about all the people who acted on faith and remembered by God because of the faith act, how important it is for the believers at the present age. The faith has to be taught. The faith had to be acted. Yeah, and uh, I think, as we'll read in verse 6, 
the importance is emphasized because the writer is going to try to get us to understand that the only way to please God is by faith. See, and also I was thinking about the Genesis chapter 1 uh, aligning with this. In the beginning, God said, the faith has to be spoken. The faith is not a mental ascent or a mental acceptance, but the faith has to be spoken. He said, let there be, and there was. God had faith that his own word of faith, our words of faith will come to pass. And we also see in the, uh, in the Mark chapter 11, verse 20 through 22, Jesus demonstrates the same act of faith by speaking it. And he tells the, uh, his disciples, hey, have faith in God. And he demonstrated by speaking to the tree in verse 11, um, sorry, verse 12 to four, through 14, he spoke to the tree. Yeah, I, I think that's a really excellent example because not only did they see a, a real-time example of faith and then the word spoken, but he also then teaches and instructs them uh, something even like more amazing. If you say to this mountain, mountain, pull yourself up and go into the sea, it will happen. Yeah. If you say it with yeah. faith, yeah. if you say it. And so, yeah, those are, that, that section is an excellent example of the working of faith and speaking it. Sometimes people give up when they don't see the mountain mood immediately. Mm -hmm. Some a preacher used this example. A lady went to a gospel meeting and she heard the preacher speak about the this verse, speak to the mountain, be rooted. So this lady went, went home and she was thinking about the hill in her backyard. Before she went to bed and she went out and said, you hill, be rooted and thrown into the sea. And I believe. And she went to bed thinking it will be gone. And next day she got up. The hill was still there. So it's not about moving mountains, of literally moving the mountains. At the same time, next morning when she came back and uh, came out and saw the hill still there, and she thinks, I knew it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes people give up when things doesn't happen to them. For example, healing, when they go through uh, bodily pain or sickness, they speak to the pain, they speak to God to do something and nothing happens. And they're like, oh, it doesn't work for me. Probably it's for the super apostles or the super believers. Yeah, and I, I think that is an example of our impatientness. We, and maybe even uh, for myself, numerous instances in my life, it is a lack of faith. So, um, I think we see many times in Scripture the, the things that people speak asking God to do or His help. And it doesn't happen immediately. It doesn't come immediately. Um, and those are, are, are not 
uh, infrequently found. Both are found. Uh, things that happen immediately or things that don't. And uh, both require faith. And I, I believe in my own life when I have prayed and asked God's help and asked for a miracle and, and the words came out, uh, as I think, think about it, I realize that the faith that was in God allowed me to believe that that would happen even if it did not happen right away. Believing for healing personally, I didn't see the healing immediately. I tend to think this is the time when I was uh, spiritually not matured to the, uh, according to the Word of God and I didn't know certain scriptures especially Mark chapter 11. I said, well, if the sickness, probably it's from God to teach me something. And I prayed and it didn't go, probably God is teaching me something. But in the scripture, nowhere it says, God put sickness on people and said, learn something, son. <laughs> of course, he disciplines even Proverbs. We see he, he disciplines those who he loves, but not through sickness. His perfect example is Jesus. Every Everybody who came, blind Bartimaeus, he came, if you're willing. And Jesus said, of course, I am willing. That is the will of God, to be healed. And that is one area I struggled initially as a believer when I was a young believer. I accepted that this is part of God's plan. But later when I come to know this is the deception the devil has used for the lack of knowledge in the Word of God. Yeah, and I think the, the key there was knowing the Word of God. Yeah. And you believed it, and that was faith. Yes. And that pleased him. And there was a point I came to know the Word of God. I, had, I was able to stand against the sickness and I was able to command healing over my body. It came to pass. It took a while, but it came to pass. You mentioned um, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists, and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Right. So he demands faith. He demands every believer who comes to him shall believe. Even not a believer, whoever, believe, whoever wants to know. They should believe that God exists first. That is faith. And without faith it is impossible to please him. If he, if he demands something without giving a clue how to get faith, it's uh, unjust. But God does provide a way by saying faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. And I like in, in this verse how it is not limited to um, education yeah. or gender or age. Anyone who comes to him, anyone. And so uh, it's open to everybody. There's no restriction on who can please God. And I, I tend to believe that in our hearts and in because we were created by him, he's our creator, there is an innate 
desire to please him. Uh, similar to our parents as children. Children uh, tend to want to please their parents because they recognize that they have authority and that they love them and they care for them and they're responsible for them. And I, I believe in every person there is also that desire to please their creator, to please God. Yes. And this is the way to do it through faith. As we see in the beginning scripture we read, um, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, God spoke his words through faith and it came to pass. And we see in uh, Mark chapter 11, 12 through 14, Jesus speaks to the tree that no man shall eat from now on. So it came to pass immediately and he sets a pattern or a, a model for his disciples when uh, next day when Peter looks at the tree and says Rabbi look the tree you cursed is withered from the root it's very interesting it's withered from the root Jesus deals with the root it's a really great point Jesus deals with the root turns around to have faith in God speak to the mountain and he sets a model how to activate faith he says have faith in God yes great you have faith in God if you don't speak your faith has no effect you have to activate through the word from your mouth you speak it you speak it and he continues to say speak to this mountain be rooted and thrown into sea and do not doubt in your heart he didn't say doubt in your don't do not doubt in your head because head is always doubting because reasoning and questions whether it's going to come to pass or not but bypass the head and go to your heart do not doubt in your heart and it shall come to pass and he continues with this next phrase he says he says whatever you ask in prayer believe that you received and you got it whatever is there any limitation in whatever? <laughs> <laughs> There's not. There's not. It's, it freaks out the pastors, it freaks out the ministers teaching this importance of whatever. The moment you say whatever, oh, it's selfish. No, if you're a child of God, why you think they will walk in selfishness? If a person is a believer and walking with God, why selfishness will be an issue. Jesus didn't see it was an issue. Yeah, he didn't. And um, and I like to what you, and this is in verse 24 in Mark 4, he says, when he, he says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. Mm. So he says, received it, past tense, not future tense that you will receive, but but we are to know that we have received it. Mm. It's already happened. Yes. It may not be revealed immediately, yeah. but we've already received it. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing thing. And it all is dependent and is all a part of faith and living by faith, not by sight. 
that means it's time to shout and praise god you <laughs> received it yeah and how else is the world to know that our god is alive and that he is working and he is real and he is there unless we speak it and unless other people hear it that's the other i think purpose of speaking if jesus had just passed that tree that fig tree and just said in his his heart oh you, no one will ever eat from you again the disciples and us would never have had this lesson but he spoke it and because he spoke it we can grow and benefit from it i speak to the mountains every day and i speak a lot of things you know it's as you mentioned it uh, whatever you ask in prayer believe that you received it and you got it initially when god in the beginning it was the supernatural or the supernatural realm created the physical realm or the physical realm had to come from the supernatural faith is supernatural and whatever you believed it you asked for it it has to come from the supernatural to the physical realm that means it is already manifested in the supernatural the moment i believed it and i received it though i don't see it immediately spirit physical realm but in the spiritual realm it started to manifest timing are we ready for that to receive it <laughs> what we prayed for sometimes things i prayed for if things happen immediately i was like i don't think i was ready for this <laughs> no it was the vision god put in my heart and i said praise the lord this has come to pass amen hallelujah glory to god it came to pass but at that time and the maturity of the spiritual growth was not ready to handle what was about to come to pass so having that moment of praising god thanking god moving on moving on to the next level is the secret of of a believer walking in faith yeah i that's a really really good point um and i think walking in faith knowing that our prayers have been heard and answered gives us the ability to live a life of peace and enjoyment such that the world can't know um knowing that what we ask from our father he will give to us and he's jesus said this he said if what good father gives his son a stone when he asks for a fish and he is a good father and he will provide what we need when we need it and when we're able to use it and grow yeah speaking is the secret of activating the faith and acting in a book of james says you have faith i'll show my work no faith without work is dead so faith is an act the secret of releasing faith is speaking the word of god speaking the word of god which is written related to finance related to healing related to salvation the salvation somebody have to speak the salvation or share the word of god and somebody hears it 
and the faith is born even a person to be born again confess with your mouth they have to confess with their mouth and believe in their heart is the same scripture aligning in mark chapter 11 verse 22 where jesus is speaking to his disciples confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that jesus is lord and you will be saved this principle is same whether for salvation or for healing or for provision anything so confess with your mouth and believe in your heart well said yes have faith in god as today's topic as we discussed uh, and you can move the mountains and the only way to activate the faith is through speaking the word of god and acting upon it hope you enjoyed this topic have faith in god god loves you we love you and jesus is lord